The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's number one rated sportsbook app. You can check out my lovely Akron, Ohio hotel room. Those of you that check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Make sure you subscribe. Just hit the thumbs up button and then write down any. It's totally up to you. Write down any comment. I notice the new comments. And when I do, you get something very, very cool. You get a cameo style shout out. Who doesn't want a 30 to 45 second video shout out from your boy, me, saying anything you want me to say? YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We'll have a spread the word winner on Friday. We've got all kinds of awesome sponsors this week Crocs and Warby Parker and Simply Safe and Keeps. Take advantage of any of those. And you can be the sponsor confirmation email winner and go ahead and get one of these press passes. I'm going to send an email out next week, a newsletter email, to let you know how to get the final three Madden. So make sure you're signed up to get my funny story newsletters or true stories, whatever. And then we'll always have the spread the word winner at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. We're looking for a few good Facebook sharers who don't have their settings set to private so I can see who they are, and a few quote tweeters, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Morning, Ross. We'll start off, before we get to the power rankings, Monday Night Football. Chiefs improved to 4-4 four and four with a 20-17 win over the New York Giants. Yeah, it was an ugly one, Bri. Really ugly. And it was interesting because I was actually driving out here to Akron uh, yesterday evening. So for the first half of the game, I was listening to I, I went back and watched the highlights of it, but I was listening to Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner on Westwood One, one of the companies that I work for. And it was very clear, Bri, listening to Kurt Warner, that Patrick Mahomes isn't playing particularly well. And I'm not talking about the things that everybody can see, but Kurt Warner referenced multiple times 
wide open receivers that Mahomes wasn't throwing it to. So I, I didn't see the first half like Kurt did, but I'm going to go by what Kurt Warner, a Hall of Fame quarterback, says. I thought that was particularly interesting, and I'll be curious to maybe ask Greg Cosell about that on Thursday. But Kurt Warner just it seemed it seemed like Mahomes wasn't seeing things well. Like a, a, a receiver would be wide open, Mahomes wouldn't throw it to him. Even the first touchdown pass, I guess Kelsey was wide open, and Mahomes didn't throw it to him. So I thought that was. Very, very interesting that it appears as Mahomes is not throwing it to the guy that's open in the context of the offense at times like he should and like I think Greg Cosell talks about. The Chiefs also had turnover issues, right? You know, Patrick Mahomes threw the ball off of Jarek McKinnon's helmet down near the goal line. That obviously wasn't good. They got interception there, which was critical. Travis Kelsey had a fumble, which was devastating too. Uh, the Chiefs just still are not quite right. However, they won, and, and that's ultimately what matters. Now, I don't think they're going to win against the Packers playing like that uh, this upcoming week, and, and frankly, they're just not a very good team right now. There's still enough time. They're 4-4 four and four to turn it around, but there's not a whole lot of evidence, Bride, that the Chiefs are going to turn it around. And I would say, especially late, penalties – killed both teams. I mean, the Chiefs had a bunch of brutal penalties, but how about late on the Giants? I mean, Eli Penny gets a huge first down, stays up, they're out past midfield, and then he gets a taunting penalty. And it was a good penalty. He got in Neiman's face. You can't do that. I don't understand. I have no sympathy for the taunting penalty guys anymore. None. We know what they're calling. You can't get in the guy's face. Don't do it. I don't know why they do. Then you had uh, the Tay Crowder personal foul, which hurt them quite a bit as well and gave the Chiefs an easier field goal to tie the game when he just pulled down the tight end by the back of the helmet. I don't know what that was all about. That was silly, stupid, whatever you want to call it. And then late, they get an interception of Patrick Mahomes, right? which might end up being the difference in the game. Darnay Holmes makes a tremendous play, but O'Shane Zimenez, who had a good game, by the way, he has a false start. Um, I will say this. They called a face mask on Crowder on the last drive. That was total BS. Crowder just was pulling at the football. So that was a horrible job by the officials that they should have some way to correct, but unfortunately they do not which is very disappointing. Uh, but th these are the things I'm seeing. I mean, th those penalties killed the Giants. They had a great chance to win the game. Uh, their two-minute drills were horrible each half. I mean, horrible. I don't know what they were doing at the end of the first half. End of the second half, Daniel Jones just said, who, who I thought actually played pretty well for most of the game. That's like their big issue is when Jones is playing pretty well, they got to win, man. Daniel Jones played pretty well, but ultimately, you know, the, the, the two-minute drills in the first half was horrible. Second half, they get sacked a couple times. They fumble. They, they throw like a three-yard check down. Really, I think I said that the Giants run the saddest two-minute drills because they do. Daniel Sorensen got picked on by the Chiefs. Feels like that always happens. And then Joe Judge had no timeouts left at the end of the game. 
And he said that he had he's had headset issues for every game this year. Bri, if you've had headset issues for eight games, maybe it's you, bro. Maybe it's you. What are we talking about? What a ridiculous thing for him to even say, by the way. Just like to me, it's somewhat ridiculous that all of you guys don't have protection for your house. If you've ever wanted to make your home feel safer, there's no better time than now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving Ross Tucker, football podcast listeners, 40% off their award-winning home security. Absolutely love both the indoor and outdoor cameras. Love the sensors. Love the monitoring around the clock. There's a reason why U.S. News and World Report, which has Princeton as the number one college, has it as the best home security systems of 2021. These are Simply Safe's biggest discounts of the year. You can get a complete home security system starting at just over $100. There are no long-term contracts or commitments. It's a really easy way to start feeling a bit more peace of mind. This offer ends soon. Take 40% off at simplysafe.com slash Tucker today. Go to simplysafe.com slash Tucker. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... This week, number 32, once again, the Houston Texans. Boy, the Lions gave them a run for their money, but for the Lions, getting blown out like that was just a one-time thing, whereas the Texans get blown out often, all the time. I guess the Lions got blown out by the Bengals too, but you get my point. The Lions have been much more competitive typically than the Texans, and I think if they played a a series of seven games in my backyard, I think the Lions would beat the Texans the majority of the time. So I will go – with the Texans as the worst team in the league. It sounds like they're getting Tyrod Taylor back soon. Number 31, the second worst team in the history of the NFL, the Detroit Lions. Well, that was a hugely disappointing and frankly surprising performance by them against the Eagles. Obviously, I cover the Eagles very closely. I was very surprised. I had the Lions having a great chance to win the game. And I took the Lions and the points. So uh, shows you how much I know. Although, even Money Podcast, which we record today, it was another winning week. Back-to-back winning weeks. Pretty awesome. Number 30, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Despicable performance, I thought. Frankly, I think you could argue all three of these teams had uh, despicable performances. I mean, really, really, really bad. Uh, The Jags were pretty much a total no-show out in Seattle, uh, which is another one I did not see coming. I need to stop picking bad teams, although the Giants came through for me last night, getting uh, 10 points. So I just got to get more points or pick the right teams, I suppose. Number 29, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. So today's the trade deadline. It's election day, but it's also the trade deadline. So it's sort of now or until the offseason for Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins. By the way, two of the four worst teams in the NFL 
And the Dolphins, it should be noted, their defense played pretty well in Buffalo. Their offense just didn't show up. As I've said before, I'll say it again, they just can't get them both going at the same time. Number 28, the Jets. How about Mike White? Yesterday's AutoZone, in the zone player of the week, thrilled for that young man, as I mentioned yesterday. But I'll also say this. If you're a Jets fan, you got to feel better right now than, than if you're a Dolphins fan, Jags, Lions, Texans. You have a little bit mixed emotions that Mike White played that poorly. I mean, played that well, seemingly so much better than how Zach Wilson had been playing. But the goal line stand, the fight that your team showed under Salah, that's the part that I would be excited about. 27, the Washington football team. What a mess. What what a mess and a disappointment those guys are this year. Really thought they'd be better, both sides of the ball. Their defense has been pretty good the last two weeks. But unfortunately, even though their defense has been pretty good the last two weeks, the offense haven't been able to get it done. 26, the Giants. So the Giants, they're just good enough to not be good enough. You know, like the Giants are right there. I thought after the Carolina game, you know, they were right there. They could have won that game last night. They're just not good enough, especially without like Saquon and Galladay. They're not good enough to beat a team like the Chiefs on the road. But that that was a very, very winnable game for the Giants. And the thing that I would be so mad about if I'm a Giants fan, it's the lack of discipline by them in, in critical situations. The games they lose a lot, it's because they lack discipline at the end when they need to have discipline. Number 25, Carolina Panthers. So the Panthers finally got a win without Christian McCaffrey, who may or may not practice tomorrow, which would be big. But now Sam Darnold is in the concussion protocol because of that violent, violent shot that he took from Foyer Aluakun in the game. Violent. Uh, so I'd like to see them with both Darnold and McCaffrey again, please. 24, the Bears. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. The Bears. So feels like the Bears, I don't know. I, I don't know that they're really making progress. It's back-to-back, double-digit losses. Somehow the Bears have three wins, but... I don't know that any Bears fan should or would be encouraged by where they are right now. 23, the Eagles. So I think I said this yesterday, Bri, but that Eagles win over the Lions, that that was kind of who I thought the Eagles would be this year. I thought they'd be really good up front, both sides of the ball, and I thought those groups would be good enough to lead them to, you know, Seven, eight, nine wins. I don't think they're going to get to eight or nine now. Certainly seven, maybe eight if you look at their schedule. But they got to rely on that line. They got to lean on those big boys up front on both sides of the ball because those guys have been very, very good in this last game against the Lions. I mean, they were awesome. Speaking of awesome, love people that overcome the odds, rewrite the playbook, deliver under pressure. The MVPs of small business – 
lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Number 22, the Atlanta Falcons. Clearly a step back for the Falcons. Uh, They weren't able to get much out of Pitts. The Panthers took him away. And, you know, with no Calvin Ridley, who's away from the team for personal issues with the, uh, the mental health stuff and taking away Pitts, the Falcons are just out of dudes. I mean, they just don't have the weapons if they don't have either one of those guys producing. Number 21, Seattle Seahawks. So I saw, I think the Seahawks have a bye this week, and I, and I saw where Russell Wilson posted a picture of the pin um, that had been in his hand, and now it's, um, it's out. So I think there's some hope that he might be able to be back for, for week 10 in a couple weeks after the bye. We'll have to see how that plays out. They got a couple tough games coming up after that. Number 20, Denver Broncos. Huge trade yesterday, Bri. I mean, major, major news that we will discuss with Andrew Brandt on tomorrow morning's show. But the Broncos traded longtime stalwart Longtime face of the franchise, really, Von Miller to the Rams for second and third round picks in 2022. The Broncos are paying $9 million of his $9.7 million salary for the rest of the year. So essentially, the Broncos just paid $9 million to get second and third round picks. They're certainly sending a message to their team that they're, they don't believe that this team can do anything this year, which I tend to agree with them, but that's still a, a bitter pill to swallow if you play for the Broncos. But that's what they did. Meanwhile, the Rams are sending a heck of a message to their team about being all in. Number 19, the 49ers. So uh, probably their best performance of the year. Um, I still don't know that they were great defensively. It felt like, the Bears and Justin Fields were able to move the ball on them decently. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo certainly played his best game of the year, and he needs to. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo right now is on a week-to-week lease on life as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Number 18, the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. So the Vikings, that was a brutal loss for them against the – Cowboys, you go against a team's backup quarterback that's never started a game before, you got to win. I mean, you, you got to win that game. There's no way around it. So, frankly, the Vikings are, are lucky to even be this high in my power rankings, but these are the all the teams that are just okay, right? The Niners, the Broncos, the Seahawks. This is like four and fourville, if you will. They're all kind of just okay. And to add injury to insult – Daniel Hunter tore his peck, and he's done for the year for the Vikings. Number 17, the Cleveland Browns. That was a game that they really had to win against the Steelers. Browns are in a bad way now. I guess the only thing that makes it a little bit better is that nobody's running away with the AFC. The Bengals lost to the Jets. You know, the Ravens have a couple losses, so they're still not out of it. 
But that was kind of the close, muddied, low-scoring game that the Browns have to find a way to win, not lose. Number 16, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Meanwhile, the Steelers have specialized over the years in winning games like that. I mean, that's just kind of what the Steelers do. They win games like that when you're not overly impressed, but they just – and some of it, I think, is legitimately like the culture of the organizations on some level. The Steelers just expect to win those games, whereas the the Browns, I don't think quite as much. So the Steelers are now four and three. So a bunch of teams with four wins, but – like the Chargers, they only have three losses due to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number 15, Indianapolis Colts. So uh, this is like a bunch of these teams in here, the Vikings, the Browns, the Colts, the Chargers, the next team we'll talk about. These are all the teams that had really tough losses, really tough losses. But that's the way the NFL is, but just uh, rough. And the Colts now, Taekwon Lewis, is done for the year. His fumble after he blew up his knee was the critical play in the game. And T.Y. Hilton is out for at least Thursday night, which certainly doesn't help. That's obviously a must-win game for the Colts against the Jets Thursday night. Number 14, as you mentioned, the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. Well, they've got a huge game in Philly on Sunday. I mean, pretty clearly, the Chargers can't lose three in a row. They're kind of reeling right now. You know, they've had back-to-back games offensively where they haven't looked that great. So they need to they need to get it going. They need to get it going in Philly. They can ill afford to lose another one. You know, people were so high on the Chargers, and they're still four and three. They're still right there in the mix. But they big difference between five and three and four and four. Big difference. Thirteen, the Chiefs. Obviously, the Chiefs still have some major issues to fix. It's kind of unbelievable that they're still 13th. They, they don't feel like they're playing very well. Chris Jones did some good things last night, but just doesn't feel like they're playing very well, but they're still 13th, I guess. Number 12, the Patriots. They've earned it, man. I mean, they've earned it. Back-to-back wins, and including on the road against the Chargers. Patriots don't look now, but they're 4-4, four and four, and I think they got a very solid football team. I think they'll be in the mix for a playoff berth until the end, kind of where I thought they'd be, eight, nine, maybe maybe ten wins. And number 11, the New Orleans Saints. So the good news for the Saints is they won, and uh, they played extremely well beating the Bucks. The bad news is it was confirmed torn ACL for Jameis Winston. He's done for the year. Really, really – unfortunate and I really feel sad for Jameis um you know I like when people get second chances I like when people get opportunities period and he's battled his way back to get that second chance and now unfortunately he's not going to be able to see what he can do with it and now his career will probably probably be in a tough spot I don't know that anybody will look at him as a starting quarterback next year it's just it's just rough for him really rough you know what else is rough, Brian? Driving this time of year. Like, they might get flurries here in Akron tonight. Thank goodness I'm all set with AutoZone Visibility Week. 
now through November 7th. I've got the two Rain-X Quantum Wiper Blades that you can get a $10 bonus reward on when you buy them. By the way, you can get $5, a $5 bonus reward, just for joining the AutoZone Rewards Program. Why would you not? And then for the headlights, get a $25 bonus reward when you buy a Sylvania LED Fog Twin Pack. I noticed that driving here last night. There are some people that their lights are not strong enough. Like they can barely see. It's nice to have really nice, bright lights in front of you. Daylight savings time is ending. AutoZone Visibility Week is here. Visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Number 10, Tennessee Titans. So they actually have the best record in the entire AFC. They're 6-2. and two. But I have them 10 for a couple different reasons. The primary one being... Horrible, horrible Derrick Henry news. Derrick Henry is likely done for the year. There's some talk he could maybe come back for the playoffs. I tend to doubt that. He has a Jones fracture in his foot. He is an absolute animal coming back in that game against the Colts on Sunday. But he's likely done for the year with that Jones fracture. Obviously, they run the whole offense through him. It's devastating. They signed Adrian Peterson, who's a downhill running back. I'll be curious to see what Peterson can do with that offense, that offensive line, but really disappointing for Derrick Henry. As I tweeted at Ross Tucker NFL, I'm amazed he lasted this long without ever suffering a serious injury. You go back to college, high school, I'm amazed he's lasted this long. Number nine, the Las Vegas Raiders. They had a bye, so not, not really much to say about the Raiders. Number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. They had a bye, so not much to say about the Ravens. But these are like two of the top teams in the AFC. I mean, they're they're both very much in the mix. The Ravens and the Raiders both had buys. Number seven, the Bengals. So I dropped them a couple spots. That was a pretty poor loss. For the Bengals, that was like the Bengals team I expected to see in Detroit a few weeks ago. You know, coming off of a big game, I thought they'd be, there'd be a letdown. That's exactly what the Bengals had after their Ravens win. They're not as mature of a team as I thought based on the Lions' performance. And definitely no love for the Cardinals dropping, what, five spots to number six. Right. Might have been a little bit aggressive, but then I thought, eh, I kind of think the Bucks will win a series against them. And eh, the Packers are getting back, you know, Devontae Adams and Lazard. I think they'd win a series against the Cardinals right now. They just beat them without those guys. So the Cowboys are playing unbelievable. The Rams just got Von Miller. The Bills are the best team in the AFC. So sorry, Cardinals. You lost J.J. Watt, which hurts you too. Number five, the Packers. So, as mentioned, they should be getting these COVID guys back soon. And the beat just kind of goes on for them. Rodgers playing at a really high level. Went with the John Wick Halloween costume. I've never seen John Wick. I've never gotten into that. Have you gotten into that, Brian? Yeah, I've seen uh, the first two. Are they good? Yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never, never really got into the John Wick thing, but clearly Aaron Rodgers did. 
Number four, Tampa Bay Bucks. So they lost, but I don't know that I feel that much differently about them. I mean, the the big issue with the loss for the Bucks is they are very much competing with the Cardinals, the Packers, the Cowboys, the Rams for you know the number one seed. And now the Bucks, the only one out of those teams that have two losses. All the other ones only have one loss. So the the Bucks are looking up at trying to make sure they can can get home field advantage or a higher seed. That's why that loss, that's why every loss for a team like that is significant. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. So the Bills didn't play their best game, but they still came out and played well enough, still won by double digits. You know how I feel about that. You win by double digits. You win it all when you don't play your best in the NFL. It's a really good sign. Number two, the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? How about my boy Micah Parsons? I mean, he is a machine. To get a win without Dak Prescott and to allow Dak Prescott to give that thing an extra week to heal is gigantic. Just thoroughly, thoroughly impressed by the boys. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is the Los Angeles Rams. Right. And I mean, the Rams, number one, they've been very consistent on the field. They've been blowing teams out recently, which is big. But then now you add Von Miller. I mean, you get both those things going at the same time. That's a great way to be number one in my power rankings. Speaking of power rankings, I rank those of you that sign up for Patreon. I rank you very high. People like Paul Barone, he's the latest to sign up at patreon.com slash RT Media. Why not get the even money bets in black and white from grades? Why not get the press box food grades and power rankings from Tuck Hedge J? It's awesome. Paul Barone did the right thing. Speaking of that, even uh, College Draft Podcast is already up. Even money will be up later. And then you've got shout-outs for Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 